what's the level of clowns that we can that's acceptable in the campaign? Mm-hmm. That's a clarifying question. One right? car's worth. <laughs> that's like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. hey, man. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Are Not you all bad. right? Hey, I'm getting used to this. You know, I like it. I like it. I like. I, I like seeing you. You're just. You're I always. Like you're always you here too. when I get. And I mean, not you. But I don't really know which one you. I like. Or who you, I like but. you in general. The multiversal. <sighs> you. In the multiversal, the multiversal we are oh. happy to be here too. I guess. <laughs> not not the royal we. The <laughs> multiversal. The, the multiversal we. Ooh. The queen is dead. Long live the king. Oof. Yes. I'm going to get right to it. Yes. Good. Beauty. Attention. Read aloud exactly what's written on this note or be destroyed and replaced. Welcome to Caffeine and Cantrips, the show where we talk about D&D or Or else. else. Hey, friends out there. Byron number 302 here. And I'm getting a good feeling that you're all doing well out there. Oh, I do feel that. Isn't it great how the dungeon master always teleports us properly and safely into the chairs I I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he deserves a round of applause for it no room don't destroy me <laughs> Sean number 260 and I can sure rely on him to keep us safe and sound no disintegrations annihilations or fenestrations well, there's been 260 of them for me at least. He's been watching. Yeah. I remember that. Only safety. In fact, we're here to present them this award for being so totally awesome and reliable. Oh. You have... <laughs> it's, uh... Umu umu nuku nuku. miki miki. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, end of award ceremony. Time to get back to work. Mm-mm. Well, it's a star-studded event here, I guess. I guess yeah. so. Well, let's uh, start off by saying, hey, guys, welcome back to Caffeine and Cantrips. Uh, I'm Sean. This is Byron. Uh, and today... I think, I think they know that now. I think we can... Trust them to know who we are by now. Just in case they skipped our stupid sticks. <laughs> who are these two people? <laughs> right? um, Sean's the bald one, right? So bald. In places you can't see. Um, You're but back. Today, uh, you probably have no idea from that shtick, but we are <laughs> going to be talking about the role of trust mm. in D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed... Sort of from my perusing of uh, the 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 D community, that it's actually not a topic that's been sort of talked about much, um, and I think it's actually really important to talk about uh, the role that trust sort of plays at a at a D and D table, because mm-hmm. um, I think because that because I, there hasn't been much discussion around this in on the D&D grapevine. Um, that means I think people aren't quite thinking about it. Um, and I think it bears a uh, real thought uh, oh. into 
Um, because if you're not careful, um, trust can really make a game, and a lack of trust can really break a game. That is very true. That's very um, true. Yeah, so I think it's important to talk about it and, and sort of think about um, sort of things like uh, what does trust do for us in a game, mm-hmm. like how we can build it, okay. um, what happens if we don't have it, uh, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, yeah, let's, I guess I'll just uh, dive on in. Please. Okay. Oh, you said please. That's nice. Yeah. Um, all right. So I want to talk about, I guess, first is how to, uh, like, let's, let's try to understand what the role of trust in our D&D table or in our, like, in our, in our D&D games is and what that looks like. Okay. Like, okay. Like, why should we care about trust at all? Right? In our, in our D&D table. Um, and I'm going to come out right out and tell you guys, it's really important because trust really uh, fosters collaboration. Okay. Which leads into role playing and social bonds. Mm. Right? It's like the core aspect of D&D. Well, near the collaboration, I think, yes. at least, right? And the social bonds. Um, and... I don't know. What does that look like, though? It looks it's it's basically um, trust is built on things like reliability, mm. right? Honesty, mutual respect, mm. right? So if you okay. have those feelings towards another person, like if you feel like, if I feel that you are reliable, Byron, and that you are honest with me at least, right? Um, and that you respect me, like I respect you. Oh, that's that. Trouble. Those are the three sort of ingredients for what trust is, mm-hmm. what trust is sort of built on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to to sort of raise the, the level of trust as much as possible because it affects everyone's sort of willingness to take risks in the game and role play. Um, I think we can all agree that we want players and DMs to be willing to uh, take risks in their role play in their in their in their mechanics and in, in, in their players i mean in in their sort of uh, uh in the way that they sort of approach the the game because that provides for interesting rp interesting stories epic moments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right um it trust also affects um everyone's decision making their problem solving and sort of the way they explore is it creative or is it just sort of really standard right because if you don't trust the other people you're gonna you're gonna make decisions that are safe correct right yes, and you're problem yes. solving you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna go for that weird one mm-hmm. one thing right well it narrows it narrows the scope down from the areas that we would consider for ourselves we mm-hmm. would consider courageous or exploratory right. or whatnot right? right because we're we're not feeling like we can explore these things right because i don't feel safe right right to do so Right. Um, like when it comes to, say, problem solving, uh, trust, it encourages idea sharing mm-hmm. in, in sort of like group discussions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, without the fear of judgment. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, how are we going to solve this problem that we're, our characters are facing? If I don't trust the other groups or the other people at my table, I won't be as willing to sort of bring up my ideas. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, um, and again, if you do trust it, though, it, that cooperative problem solving um, and that willingness to think out of the box mm-hmm. becomes much easier. And you'll get more of that okay. with trust. Yeah. Right? Um, so it 
also enhances your collective creativity. Okay, yeah. Right? In like the same I, way? Yeah, like, because like, if, if I put something out that's slightly outside the box, right? I, right. I, because I trust you enough to uh, not say, not sort of judge me and look down like, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? Right? Right. And then if you trust me in return, then you were more willing to uh, add on to that slightly out of the box sort of uh, uh, creative sort of uh, element that was put out there. Yes, yes. Okay. Right? Makes sense. Um, and that creates unique and memorable experiences. Oh. Right? Because if nothing is out of the box, nothing new, nothing surprising. Oh, okay. In that manner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then everything's just standard. Mm-hmm. It's just roll a dice, do some damage, roll a dice, do some damage, move to the next place. Right. There's no fun RPs. There's no wacky things that happening, no surprises, because no one's taking chances. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, the sort of the last thing I think that trust really uh, is vital to is this idea of personal growth, empathy, and really it's the it really helps just straight up enjoyment when you're playing the game mm-hmm. with each other, right? Mm-hmm. And these are kind of ancillary things then that are created because of the bonds of trust. Yeah, right. Like okay. if you don't have the trust, it hinders all these things. Right. Okay. Right. Like, what do I what do I mean though? Like, by personal growth, right? Um, it's basically if you have trust. Why are you laughing at me? No, no, I like it. I like it. Personal yeah. growth. You're judging me. You gotta gotta trust, trust your you. therapist. And every D and D group is a form of therapy. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Right. But player characters, um, you can you can you can more easily and freely develop your characters. If you're trusting other people mm-hmm. on the table, uh, and explore your character's emotions and vulnerabilities, because really they're your own emotions and vulnerabilities. That's why it requires trust. Speaking of that emotional quality, though, emotionality in in scenes that you talk about, um, trust again is super important. Even to have that right, oh, that yeah. empathy that helps you to understand and support each other's characters mm-hmm. and each other's stories, mm-hmm. right? Because it. it it, you need the trust. Like, I need to trust you in order for me to engage in your character's story. Yes. If, I, if I'm going to do anything, really, in RP, if I put something out, am I going to, I need to trust that you're not going to ruin that thing that I put out there. Yeah. Right? Because once you RP something, you put something out into the RP sort of scenario, mm-hmm. it's sort of the, the wild, wild west. Anyone can do whatever they want to that thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And if it's a part of you or part of your character, it's 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 a really a point of vulnerability, mm-hmm. and I think we all understand this. And it's I, it's engaged in the social contract mm-hmm. that we all kind of play with, but nobody reads the fine print necessarily. Yeah, right. You feel it though. I mean, that's you, why you that's why it's different. hard to RP like really intensely when you're new. Ah, uh, yeah. Especially if you're a new table. Yes. Right. You don't know anyone, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. um, you're like, oh, if I do this, am I gonna? Are they gonna think? Uh, Weird, am I right? But the more you trust them, the easier it is to just try something new, try something that you're not good at. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I guess for enjoyment, um, trust promotes camaraderie, uh, shared success. Uh, I don't know, promotes sort of group resilience against challenges, mm-hmm. right? Because now I know it's not just me. I have my trusted comrades or friends, right? right to face these challenges together. So you'll, enjoy things more like the bad times don't feel as hopeless or just or like you don't sink into despair because you're not just by yourself yes right you have your 
friends, people mm. you trust mm. with you, sort of facing it together. Mm. Um, okay. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good, you tell me, uh, <laughs> sort of uh, understanding of, of the role of trust. There might be more, let me know. Uh, but in my mind, I think that's it's a great the overview. basics of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, it is a great of how trust, what trust looks like and what mm-hmm. it can do for you in your game. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so I think with that understanding, we should move forward. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to keep going, but I'm, I, 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 I'm just going to trust that uh, the people listening and watching are going to like and subscribe to our content. Oh, that's right. a good one. No, that's right. a good one. I'm not even, even going to ask them. No. Oh, okay. I, just, yeah, I, just, I trust that they'll do just, that. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, if, they, if they find value in what we're talking about, yes. they'll, they'll like and subscribe, right? Yeah. Follow all that kind of stuff. And if you don't find value, then I trust you to still subscribe so you can find the videos that do have some value because <laughs> we talk enough that there's got to be at least one tiny little nugget like, of gold just out there. Very, just, very, just, very tiny. Just a little very tiny. Just a fleck <laughs> while we pan for something good and delicious. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And uh, we can trust them to probably go and check out our Patreon and all the other kind of links that are included. Oh, yeah, we have those? Yeah. I'll trust you. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> trust is just getting thrown all over in here. <laughs> just a trust party. But no, it's it's interesting that you say promoting the camaraderie and, and the shared success mm-hmm. and, and what's going on um, in, in growing, in empathizing, in enjoying. Um, because... One of the things that I think becomes very difficult and something that trust relies on, kind of the scaffolding for which it grows and kind of builds on. That's scaffolding. Okay. The, <laughs> to our audio people, that's the noise scaffolding makes. Yeah, when you put it together. Oh, it's like okay. Legos. It's like, like just nice little clicks. Oh, that's good. That's very satisfying. Yeah, Master Connects. Builder style. Oh, okay. I was going to say Connect style. Everything is awesome. Um, you know, I think one of the hardest things when we're talking about it, and I, I like that you brought up that it's a core piece of the identity of what Dungeons and Dragons, TTRPGs in mm-hmm. general do, right? That there's, there is a social contract that is kind of thrown out. And, and I did remark in, in kind of a coy way to say that nobody reads the fine print, yeah. but you're right when we can all sense and feel when something's up, mm-hmm. but it just kind of becomes part of our gut feeling. It's like our sixth sense kind of thing that settles in that nobody... I see dead people. Nobody's... <laughs> huh. Um, depends if you just TPK'd. No, it's, <laughs> we trust our DMs not to do that. Our DMs are on our side. Right. I am most of the time. So <laughs> when, when we're doing this stuff, right, I think you've got a little bit of like a Schrodinger's emotion. When you're going, you know, like Schrodinger's cat, like Schrodinger's cat, but Schrodinger's emotion. And so for those not familiar with Schrodinger's cat, essentially in the experiment, you don't know what's going to happen until you view the experiment. This is a super dumbed down way of talking about it. Yeah. Right. You don't know what the result of what's going on because you need to interact with it first to kind of decide what it is. Yes. Super. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come at me. Physics majors (laughs) or theoretical major. I don't know. Theoretical physicists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'll just quantum hop anywhere. Um, so, <laughs> so misused. Um, so when we're doing this, I think what I'm trying to express, mm-hmm. right, is that this social contract, this trust is really kind of the invisible fourth part, the fourth pillar of 
TTRPGs. Right. We can't yep. see it, but it's it's the it's the mortar and glue that holds the other three pillars together mm-hmm. to the structure mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's not super easy to see, because it is not necessarily for some people it is, um, but it's not necessarily our first thought of right. What are they? the other players, the DM, everybody else at the table, what are they going to experience when I do this? Oh, yeah. Right? What is going to happen until I do it or until I take a pulse check, until I figure out what the vibe is right Right. around the table, I don't really know what's going to happen and I can't know what's going to happen until I focus on that kind of invisible thing. Right? Right. We're in the wilderness. We know we're exploring. Mm -hmm. We know we're fighting things and encounters. We know that we're talking around the campfire. These are easy. Right? right. These are part of the game. They're built in. There's mechanics for it. Mm-hmm. That, to my knowledge, there's no mechanic that says trust in thy player. No. And the books, none of the books mention it either. I, I, I haven't come across anything. No. Let us know if you, if you have seen something like that, even in older editions. DM's if, guide to trust and building <laughs> trust in your campaign. We call Dibs Watsy. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> no, but it's, it's a great question because it, it is. It permeates, it binds us. No, it really does. Right? The tr- trust in the force, right? And so when we're doing this, we have to see, you know, whatever metaphor you want to use it for. You, mm-hmm. you, you have to see the sea, not the waves, right? You have to see uh, the depth of what's yeah. going on. You have to view the forest, but see the trees, right? You have to look at everything that you're doing. And really, if you've been with us on this journey, as we've gone through and talked about how to build this, how to do that, how to focus on this, how to think about that, how to change this concept, how to change that concept. Mm -hmm. All of those are bound by the invisible structure that is trust in the people around you to support you, trust in the people to share in your creativity. It's like gravity, right? You you can't see gravity, but you see the effects of gravity everywhere. Exactly. Thank you. That's perfect. That's perfect. Shut up. Interstellar. So <laughs> it's 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 a beautiful way of, of putting it Murph. out there. <laughs> Get him, SARS. Uh, oh, SARS. Isn't that the robot? Is it? Oh, it probably is SARS. But when you say when I hear SARS, I think like Asian flu. Oh, like from wait a couple of years ago. Okay, maybe it's not Tars. 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 Not SARS. <laughs> SARS is very different. Sorry, got my S's and my T's backwards. <laughs> um, I'm I'm dyslexic apparently with robot names. <laughs> Sorry, ChatGPT. Um, so w- w- when we're doing this, <laughs> is it COVID? I think it's COVID. No, it's Tovid. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we're looking at this more seriously, we're really experiencing kind of an off the map moment, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I can't map how you're feeling. I can do things. I can view it, right? I can view the experiment, mm-hmm. what's going on, how you're reacting, how your vibe is, how your character's vibe is, how things are happening. Maybe you had a stressful day. So what I did last week was totally okay because you're in a great mood. But now it right. hits a nerve because yep. something else has happened and, mm-hmm. and moved or shifted where you are. And so I need to view the invisible. I need to go off the map and tr- not trust, but know that there might be some dragons here. There mm. might be some bad things that I might step on inadvertently. Right. Right. Yep. Always, always attribute, firstly, I think, mistakes or offense to like uh, ignorance or negligence. Like they didn't know mm-hmm. bef- or, or they didn't understand what was going on before you attribute it to like malice. Yeah. Right. Don't yep. assume that they're out to hurt you. Right. Right. Give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, once, twice, for sure, three times. Hey, you're not really paying attention to what I'm giving right. back. But 
it it is up to us to create those spaces mm-hmm. right and, mm-hmm. and and recognize that everything that we do does put us farther away from the trunk of the tree and out onto a limb right, right. and and however courageous we are mm-hmm. or however safe we feel is going to push us farther and farther out right. onto onto weaker and weaker standing mm-hmm. and it's it's up to the rest of the party and it's up to everybody to try and make Sure that everybody knows, no, there is a net under this. This is right. a place where you can go and can experiment and can become emotionally available, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. emotionally tied to your character's story. Right. right? Yeah. Because you're, you probably like your character. You probably want to know what their story is about. You right. probably want to keep going yes. and expand on this thing. So you're, in, you're interested, you're invested, you're, you're you know, actively participating mm-hmm. in your own story. And we need you to do that too, because you're going to get more out of the game, mm-hmm. more in, more out. Well, and if you're doing that, you're also adding to my game too. I should be, and yeah. hopefully I am. Yeah. Right? Maybe maybe ten percent right now, and twenty percent next time, mm-hmm. and maybe a hundred percent a little bit later. But um, absolutely, we're we're pushing forward, and we're creating something worthy, something yes. memorable, something yep. great. And and so I really think it's it is. Like the tool that you never want to touch. I never want to reach out and be like, I'm going to focus on trust today. Oh, yeah. It's- right? Because he's like, no, no, you need to trust me. No, just trust me. Just trust me. Just, just, do, that's like, just trust me. That's like the, 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 the quickest way to make someone not trust you. Well, like, exactly. You-, is you, you force it. And by forcing it, yeah. it's like, oh, no, you don't, you don't get respect. You earn it. Right? right? I think trust is the same way. We all start with a certain level of it. But- I'm going to ask you something. Just say yes, okay? I'm going <laughs> to ask you something. Just say yes. What are you going to ask? Just say yes, okay? Mm. <laughs> right and now i need to really pay attention and if i actually want to say yes or if yeah. i'm just gonna yeah. right and so there's there is that element to it and i think included in trust needs to be an emotional understanding mm. of what's happening and mm, this, okay. this comes into like everybody comes to the table ready to express their brain power in the form of creativity, in the form of creating a martial archetype that's super cool, creating right. a magical archetype, being an expert, using the world as a tool. <laughs> all of these things are all intellectual frontal cortex stuff that yeah. you're doing. Yeah. But how often do we go, how's my gut feel about this? Or bloated. Or even, <laughs> ooh, I should have had that extra scoop of ramen. Um, no, like how, how does it work? Am I going to piss people off? Is this right. going to be weird? Right. Do, do I have not my IQ, not my intellect that I'm always bringing every game, but do I have that emotional intelligence, the EI there? Yeah. Is it EI? It's EI now. It used to be EQ, but they yeah, changed yeah. it because it's emotional intelligence, not emotional quotient. quotient. Okay. Yeah. Um, da, da, da. <laughs> so... When we're doing this, when we are out on the branch, when we mm-hmm. are testing to see, because we're always testing either in a small way or in a great way um, and everything in between, we're always testing. It's important to really pay attention to kind of the, the, the four following things okay. that they talk about to, to engage and increase your emotional awareness of what's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. so you can provide the right emotions and you can react to the emotions to right. provide better stories and more engaging things and not hog or lump or fool your way mm-hmm. um, out of some of these things. The first one is to perceive emotions. This is both internal and external to roll that perception in real life and, and recognize it. And like I said before, insight. this is insight. This <laughs> is, 
Well, I could see if you're angry sometimes, but oh. insight, sure, more accurate. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate it. But um, no, perceiving emotions, and this is both an external feature and an internal feature, right? Yep. You know what? I was just so rushed today. I didn't realize that I'm actually super pissed. Mm. I got cut off three times in traffic on the way to the session, and I got this happened and that happened, and my boss is on my back, and my kid won't let me play all the sessions and all of these things. Okay, great. But when I get to the table, I'm carrying the outside world in. And mm-hmm. so, unfortunately, I'm high strung. I'm irritable. I'm going to bounce back. It's the day. It's not right. me. Okay. But I can't understand to deflate those emotions or to put them aside because I don't recognize that I'm having them. Yeah. Right. I'm just living in my life. And unfortunately, today is a bad vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm going to surround myself. And so maybe through the session, I'm going to feel great. There's going to be a release and blah, blah, blah. But understanding what you're seeing or intuiting. And what you are feeling inside is going to be kind of your first step is to recognizing that there are. Okay. And we can't necessarily see complex emotions, right? Not everybody shows the mm, same way mm-hmm. that there's an emotion mm-hmm. going. So it's involving getting to know other people and getting to know their reactions and yep. whatnot. This is that invisible thing once again that we're going on. Um, the next part is using emotions, which we have talked a ton about. And even earlier right now, talked about using emotion, creating more compelling play, oh, yes. right? You are using emotions to create a more colorful, brighter, sadder, happier, whatever it using is. Using your own story, emotions. Using your own emotions. Mm-hmm. And then it gets complicated because we're using our emotions, but we're funneling them through a character that represents part of us. Some of us, right? all of us, uh, depending on what you're doing, right? And how exposed they are or what they're feeling and the challenges that they're experiencing. Yeah. So it's, it is your emotions, but it's, it's going through these filters and it's being weird. Yeah, it's a crazy back and forth, right? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, like an intelligence based, for me at least, like yes. an intelligence based, like analytics of the character that funnels back in mm-hmm. to, to like translate into emotion and then going back to the character mm-hmm. and then out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's happening very rapidly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and a lot of us do it by instinct. Once again, you're just kind of yeah. doing, you're just throwing it at it. No, yeah. but you, you have your way, you do it intellectually first. Yeah. And then you get a response back and then you find the appropriate emotion. Yeah. Cause you're cold hearted, some <laughs> bit robot. And then you input a, input proper emotion here (laughs) and you send that out and then your character is i am happy today (laughs) today is sunshine and butterflies i love it i love it i love it right and you're like oh okay i guess he's doing well awesome right and whether or not you are feeling great you are feeling bad right Mm -hmm. you're you're ignoring or leaning in or compartmentalizing Mm -hmm. your emotions whatever's happening internally it's getting out there and using the emotion to create those hooks Right, <laughs> using those to create more yes and moments. Right, right. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to keep kind of referring back to a lot of our previous iterations of this room and mm-hmm. and the, the podcast, the vodcast, whatever it is, because everything that we have talked about all the way back from our first episode, session zero, every single thing yep. we never actually spoke directly about it, but all of it is based on a safe space, a fun yep. space. And trusting that everybody will keep those two other statements yes. true. Yes. Right? So we have to use our own emotions. And sometimes we manipulate others to use their emotions. Right? Yep. Bards. <laughs> Shout you out right now. Um, the next part of it is understanding 
the emotions, understanding mm. what's going on with the other. That one's harder. Separating the person from the character, separating the day from the person, from the character, separating the moment that might be super stressful. might be, I don't know what's going on in their story, but the DM and the barbarian, wink, wink, are having a moment here <laughs> and something is happening. Mm-hmm. Something is going on that I don't understand, but the barbarian is getting emotional. And I don't know why, and I don't know which one it is, yeah. but there's there's a heightened sense of emotion. And I need to I need to look, I need to listen, I need to understand what's going on before I necessarily unnecessarily tread into dangerous territory. Yeah. Or maybe it's not I don't know, but I need to figure that out. I need to understand what's going on external and internal. Right. Right? I need to understand that traffic is not the DM's fault. Like I what? I know I know I'm five minutes late, but guys, I just I have to go grab a coffee from the the bar right here. And I just I just need two minutes to cool down. Uh I don't need to be here for the recap. I mm-hmm. I I'm over my notes. I'm super good. I'm ready to go. Just I need to chill out for two seconds. Yeah. Right. I need to X card myself, right? And and get out of there. <laughs> Auto and go do that and I'll be right back. Uh-huh. I just I just need to go do something, right? And that's a great logical but procedurally good way mm-hmm. of just kind of going i'm not ready right now i do need a moment right. i'm sorry excuse me because we'll all be better for it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so understanding the emotion and last is managing emotion which managing emotion sorry i kind of mumbled that but managing emotion just like i just kind of said i have a system i just need two minutes to go cool off i'm gonna go get a coffee i'm gonna go i'm at someone's house i'm just gonna get my, my drink and my glass of water and i'm gonna right. chill out in the kitchen for a second i'll be right back i'm just Go ahead and start with, I'm listening from the other room. I just need a moment to Mm -hmm. not be doing anything. Whatever it is, managing the self, Mm -hmm. managing others can be a positive way of doing this. Mm -hmm. I understand that you are sad right now, other player. I understand that you're sad right now, other character. Let me be a part of your sadness. You don't want to talk about it? It's okay. I'm just going to sit here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait until the RP happens. Right. right. And we talked about that yep. before, right? Yep. Something's got to give eventually, but I'm going to give it the space. I'm going to manage the scope of the situation and I'm going to make sure that no other characters come close. I'm going to give this character a moment because they just told me they need one. Right. So when the rest of the party is like, what's going on over there? Let's go check this out. And I'm going to wave them away. It's okay. Just be away for a bit. <laughs> There's hand signals attached to that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Really bad in some places. But yes, these things, these four things, <laughs> perceiving them, using them, understanding them, and managing them mm-hmm. are kind of the four ways that I think that you can essentially master emotion in a way that can prove to be extremely effective on the table and off the table. Yeah. And I and I think ultimately. One question that I have never asked myself before is how can I optimize my character's emotional intelligence? I know my builds. I know my multi-classes. I know which rules I want to like blend together and find a gray area and kind of exploit something fun or build together to make something cool. I know all those mechanical things. I know all of those IQ things. I know all my creativity things. That's once again, creativity IQ. But I never go... I want my character to be an empath. Mm. We're playing in space. I want to play Deanna Troy. Right? How can I maximize this? Okay, well, I'm a bard cleric with expertise in insight. 
Right. And I'm going to roll that on every single encounter we do. I'm inciting players. I'm inciting NPCs. I'm inciting that tree. I'm inciting this sack of gold. It's a mimic, by the way. From like 150 <laughs> kilometers away. Because the other guy's on the other ship. Well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, of course. So powerful. <laughs> but, but like... Whatever, half a time you're on Risa with Riker anyway. Have, have <laughs> you ever done it? You at home. Have you ever asked, how do I optimize this character's emotional side? And I don't know if you have. And if you have... Get in the comments, let us know, and I trust you. Be telling the truth. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's easier said than done. Is it funny? No, because I, I mean, <laughs> so funny. So funny. So funny. So funny. So funny. So funny. Insert humor. Ching, ching, ching. Ha, 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 ha. Much laughing. No, it's easier said than done to do all these things. Oh, it's easy. I have mastered none of them. None of them. I know. None of them. I mean, and I. there are so many different kinds of people and perceiving, like people perceive emotions different. They use emotions different. Yep. They, they, they understand emotions different. They imagine, yep. like, so you can't, it's so difficult to tell someone, like, this is the thing, these are things that you have to do to deal with emotions and mm. optimize for emotions, right? Because it's, oh. I, mean, I know, I know. It's an impossible and lifelong well, it's journey. It's hours of therapy. <laughs> this is <laughs> it's hours of D and D. No, this this awesome. is this it. is my biggest challenge mm-hmm. moving forward right now. Mm-hmm. He is engaging the emotional side in an appropriate and complex and nuanced way. Emphasis on the nuanced, right? Yeah, everything has to be just so perfectly, not necessarily perfectly, but dialed in in a certain way yeah. that I can find a proper or best or better vehicle to communicate the story through. And creating that emotional engagement, villains, right? Like, yeah. or, or BBGs, not villains. Get those villains back. Um, how do villains, we make them leave those hate? Kids How do we make them like emotionally impacted on the group so that they emotional don't just want to win? They want emotional impact. I'm going Western. Oh, there you, go. Um, you know, like we, we talked about that and this is, this is it, right? This is it in a nutshell. Yep. No, the DM is not doing this. They didn't murder my parents in my backstory to hurt me. Right. They're trying to create mm-hmm. a compelling story for my character. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's true that the trust thing, especially between DMs and, pl- and, and the players yeah. is so, so important. Yes. Right. Like, like, Oh, I'm, if I'm going to do this for an RP reason, mm-hmm. like, like, ref, instead of, I don't know, I'm going to stab myself in the heart for whatever RP reason. Oof. Right? I'd rather die. I've than, actually seen that. Yeah. Than, than, <laughs> to, than to submit to this. Mm-hmm. Right? I then have to, I'm doing it. Because obviously I don't want my character to die. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, the player, am trusting my DM to save my character. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and if I don't trust my DM to save my character, I won't be willing to take the risk to stab, to make my character stab themselves in the heart. It's, it's absolutely a leap of faith. Right. Right. And you, and you have a good feeling, a gut instinct, mm-hmm. right? That internal management of whether or not you're going to find something safe to land on. Yeah. But it's still a leap of faith. Well, you, you don't. And that's the Schrodinger's cat. That, that like, is. Sh- I'm going to go for it. And I don't know. Before it, I finish it and I hand it off to the DM. Yeah. My character is both dead and 
not dead. And not dead. Yeah. Right. So that's the trust. Yeah. Right. Unless you roll a one. But without the trust, <gasps> you would never do that. So you no. would never have that memorable moment. Correct. Because that is so memorable. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to do it. And, oh, and it says, yep, it goes into your heart, but it doesn't hurt you. <gasps> your, your, your deity saved you and said, blah, blah, blah. Right? Good job. That was the test. Yeah. Right? Here's some candy. <laughs> Boy, there's original. <laughs> Here's a Hamo Hamo Nuku Nuku statue. Oh, wow. <laughs> Trophy. He's so amazing. Right. I have to carry Good this job. everywhere now. Yep, it's your focus. It's huge. <laughs> yep. Can I use it as a shield? What? No. <laughs> Sacred objects. Stab yourself in the heart again. See what happens. <laughs> Stab yourself in the heart. Um, move, move, move. But no. But even then, it's 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 a great moment. It is. It is. It's right? a powerful moment and a and a great narrative piece that's right. created through the exploration of yeah. something courageous. But say we have like a new table though. We have a new table. New players. We've, we don't really know each other. Mm-hmm. Right? New campaign. We know that we should, because we, lis- we listened to this great episode on caffeine and cantrips, that <laughs> trust is a really Self important plug. thing <laughs> <laughs> at a D&D table or any yeah. TTRPG table. Yeah. Right? How do I start building trust? Because right. obviously it doesn't come from nothing. Yes. But you don't automatically, oh, I just trust people, right? Because mm-hmm. it's there's certain things that happen that build trust and mm-hmm. break trust, right? Um, so I think it really, an easy way to get started from scratch is to establish clear expectations at the table, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so talk about things like, uh, in this real life, above table. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, I did the the expected commitment mm-hmm. to the game, mm-hmm. uh, punctuality, mm-hmm. uh, respectful behavior. What's what's respectful? What's disrespectful? Right. Right? right. Your gameplay preferences. Mm-hmm. Right. And in our very first caffeine and cantrips, um, caffeine and cantrips episode, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Session zero. OG pilot. Right. Episode. This is the perfect place to do mm-hmm. time to do this. Talk about all these things so that you have a. Uh, this so everyone has this mutual understanding of what to expect from the game and from each other well you're starting to actually talk about the fine print yes right you're starting to define what some of the boundaries are Mm -hmm. right and where it's a hard boundary where it's a soft boundary and all of these things and you're building the expectation Mm -hmm. that social contract you're codifying it and you're creating a a fair and unbiased document that everybody must agree on Mm -hmm. in order to move forward yep Right. And and so that's that's making the invisible visible. Yes. Yes. Right. Like you, know, you can't talk about you can't see gravity, but you can talk about, hey, look what happens when I drop this. Or when I when I bounce this off of that. It's like you can talk about the effects of gravity. What kind mm-hmm. of right? Mm-hmm. Um and I think when you're doing that though, you have to there's a couple of things you can do to make your session zeros um more effective. Oh yeah, they can see your left arm. Right arm. Right arm. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless you're listening, then too bad. My right arm is the best. Um, <laughs> is, is when you are... Folks, you're going to love my right arm. <laughs> oh, we're giggly. Apologies. Um, when, <laughs> when you are communicating in your session zero, uh, make sure you uh, communicate clearly, mm-hmm. as clearly as you can. And if you're listening, use active listening. Right, right. We we know we probably heard about this. Right, this is step one: perceiving. Yes, 
right? Um, so when you're saying stuff, mm-hmm. make sure you have open and honest communication. Be brave. Be brave. <laughs> Episode one. It's all throwbacks. Right? Don't all lie. Yeah. Right. Um, and then when you're listening, active, active. Do do use active uh, listening. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who who aren't sure what that is, um, it's doing things like um, paraphrasing back what you heard. Mm-hmm. Right. So like if. Someone's Not repeating, paraphrasing. In your own words. Yeah, showing that you understand. Right. Uh, so someone says, you know what? Um, you know those uh, those guys who make up at circuses that do funny things uh, and come out of the cars, like lots and lots of them come out of the cars. I don't like those. Mm-hmm. I hate those things. They freak me out. So what I'm hearing is that you don't like those, but or is it just those or is it the makeup? No, no, no that's, that's different. Paraphrasing would be, oh, so what I hear you saying is that you don't like clowns. Oh, so what I hear you saying is I'm not listening. Hmm. <laughs> no, you, you are doing active listening, <laughs> but it's not paraphrasing. What you're oh, actually doing oh, is asking clarifying questions, oh. which is another aspect of active listening. Yes. Ahead of the class. Right? Because sometimes when you, we say things, we, in our minds, we have all the details. Correct. Right? So when we say it, though, we may not communicate all those details. Because to us, it seems yes, obvious. Yes, yes. Right? But when listeners hear it, it could be vague. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in our previous example, it's like, yeah, I don't like clowns. <gasps> and the clarifying question <laughs> can be, are you, when you say you don't like it, is it, uh, you don't want, are you like, do you mean that you don't want any clowns at all? Or you just, it just makes you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the level of clowns that we can, that's acceptable in the campaign? Mm-hmm. That's a clarifying question. One right? car's worth. <laughs> that's like 50. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a Beetle? Is it like a Winnebago? Worth. Oh my God. <laughs> I said one Beetle. Is it like a motorhome? It's a big old cart. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the entire Clown Academy. <laughs> um, and then, and then the last thing you can do is uh, summarize. Mm, so right. if someone says like, oh yeah, I don't like, uh, I don't like uh, jesters or clowns uh, or stand-up comedians, mm. right? Uh, whether they're in, in houses, in the field, in forests, anywhere. Right? And the <laughs> Those forest comedians <laughs> get me every time. Farm comedians. Look at Dave Chappelle. Is, is he a, oh, he's, a, he's a comedian who farms. No, he's a comedian who did a show in his farm. Did he? Ah, he's a ranch or whatever. That's probably outside. How do you get a ticket to that? Well, he was in like fucking Ohio or something. Well, I don't know where he lives, but am yeah, I allowed okay. to swear now? I don't know. <laughs> We're past seven seconds. Yeah. What if I what if I use a Chinese a- accent? Oh, okay. <laughs> do you think you wouldn't dare? Maybe. Well, now I can't. We got to maintain our PG yes. rating. You use the one. Um, so yeah, yeah. Paraphrasing, summarizing, and clarifying questions. That's active listening. Mm-hmm. Um. And then do regular check-ins after mm-hmm. your session zero. And we talked about this again as a comeback from our episode one, session zeros, right? Uh, when you've done session zeros, play for a while and set regular check-ins. They'll be like, mm-hmm. hey, how are we doing on this? Anything, anything anyone wants to mm-hmm. bring up? Right? Anything new you want to talk about? Right. right? Um, do you think it's important to have those regularly then? Yeah, regularly. Ooh. Okay. No, regularly. Um, and whether that's once a session, maybe you have like a debrief, mm-hmm. right? And then maybe you have like one formal one every six months or something. Mm. It, it, okay. It'll be different. Okay. You can talk about that in session zero. 
Okay. Right. Whatever, right. whatever fits your group. Set it out. Yep. Right. And if there's something that you want to deal with. Or don't. Don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait. Just bring it up. That's more what I was trying to elicit. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't, don't let things fly by that are unacceptable because then that can build resentment and that can build a whole bunch of other feelings and anxieties. Murderous and, rage. And <laughs> bad news stuff. Um, Right. Like if you deal with it while it's fresh, then everyone also understands all of the, the, the color and the, the minutia of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it just happened this session at the end of the, it was okay. It was a, it was a veil that we pushed on, not an X. Yeah. Right. Not a line. Yeah. Okay. So we, we went, we pushed a little hard. I just want to say, Hey guys, that kind of hit the boundary and it pushed a little far. Mm-hmm. Can we just make sure that we respect everybody's boundaries? Right. Right. It wasn't a sound of convenience, but it was a funny uncle. <laughs> he told three dad jokes. And he came out of a car. It's not quite there yet, but I'm just car telling you guys. Tip, I suppose. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. Right. So there's those things. But you might say, well, Sean, that's great. Session zero. But what about after? Like while we're actually playing, is there a way to build trust? Absolutely, there is. Um, and really, the easiest Tell way me more. <laughs> is to use supportive feedback. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what does that mean? It means uh, basically acknowledging achievements and encouraging growth. So if someone uh, has never used a voice before, mm. and then uh, he says, yeah, my guy, I want him to have like an English accent. And then he's like, why? What are you doing there? I want to go and go to the inn instead. Oh, Hong Kong British. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, it's not British at all. Nah, well, well, not the British that he wants, that they want to go for. Yeah. Right. But you can acknowledge us. You can say, Hey, you're trying mm-hmm. and I love it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, I'm so happy that you're adding a voice, any kind of voice. Right. Right. Yes. It's cause it's, Way better than just, yeah, I, I saw, hey guys, dudes, dudes, let's just go to the, to the inn. Can we do that? Bro. <laughs> right? Because that's how they, norm- they speak normally. <laughs> right? It, it's better. It's, it's more immersive. No, the, the, the player normally. Oh, okay. Right? Yes. But yes. now he's trying right. to sound like yeah, okay, okay. an English Perfect. accent. Right? Yes. So it, it's so much better. Awesome. Thank you for that. Mm. Right? I see the growth. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that player put themselves up on a limb knowing that they're horrible yep. at, Eng- at the English accent, mm-hmm. but they need to do it. They need to try to do it to get better, right? So by acknowledging that, you sort of um, uh, confirm that, yes, it's okay to trust me this much, right? You made a, you, you did something embarrassing potentially, but I didn't judge you. Mm-hmm. I said, no, that's great. Keep going, please. That's awesome. So to paraphrase and summarize, <laughs> uh, not to cut you off though, when, oh, when someone X-card. is doing this, all right, go. <laughs> Gotta respect the X card. <laughs> I'm kidding. Please continue. Thank you. Um, put the down. Okay. So uh, when we're doing this, if you give immediate or at least semi-immediate feedback, mm-hmm. when they are first starting this, when they are most vulnerable, it's going to have the best impact mm-hmm. in them continuing on that path. Yes. Right? If you do support them, if you do show them that you can be trusted to be there, to have their back in real life emotionally, then yes, they will continue to go on that. But if you wait 
two weeks, three weeks, mm-hmm. four weeks. Oh, hey, remember when you were doing that voice? That voice was awesome. And they're like, oh, yeah, I stopped doing it because I thought everybody hated it. But it's nice to hear that you like it. I'm not going to do it again. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, well, it was nice when you did it. I guess you're not going to do it. Okay, cool. Bye. Um, like it doesn't, it doesn't right. have the same. You, right. When, when you see things that you like, when you see things that you don't like, it's important to talk about them. Right. Right. And to reinforce it. And especially if someone is vulnerable, right. Using and understanding that they're emotionally vulnerable yes. in this moment. Get in there, support them, help build the scaffolding, mm-hmm. and show them that this is a safe space where they can explore and they can be courageous and you've got their back. You're reliably yes. there for them. Yes. I mean, but it's one thing to be like, hey, that's great. <laughs> it's another thing to be like, uh, to want to help them get better at their accent. Mm-hmm. Say, say you're decent at that accent mm-hmm. and you want to help them. But how do you do it without discouraging them? Hey, right? what, do you, what do you find are the hard words to say? Did you ever experience anything where you wanted to say something, but you couldn't figure out how to roll the R or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're going through new stuff. Have you found any words that are Oh, tough? you don't like it anymore. No, no, no. I really do like it. I want yeah. to know if you found any difficulties. Mm-hmm. What difficulties are you experiencing? Because right. I actually am a British superstar. Are and I can now? teach you. Well, I am now. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and I had to do the things or I saw this video once about a guy who's learning multiple languages and he wanted to sound like a native. And so he did these things. Yes. A native British, a native speaker to yes, the yes. languages. Yeah. Right. And he wanted to sound like he, he wasn't a foreigner learning these things. He wanted yeah. to do an authentic thing. Hey, it was so cool. I learned so much from it. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in checking that yeah, out? Absolutely. Cause I, I, I found it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, then they can opt in. They can opt out. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I don't need you to take my support. Right. But I need you to recognize that it is there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in your corner. Right. 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 And I think that's the most important, whether just like RP hooks, just like in the game, mm-hmm. whether you take them or not, you need to recognize that they are there and that that is an option mm-hmm. that you can take. And there's a net there to catch you if and when you might fall. Right. Right. I mean, for sure. No, it, it's, it is all about, all about creating that safe space, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And like, say there's, maybe there is behavior that isn't particularly great. Mm-hmm. Like, say they roll their uh, D20s and then they declare their action, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh, oh, nat 20, I crit. Yeah, I would like to use it for my, my perception check, right? That's not cool to do it before, right? You want crit perception. X-ray eyes. <laughs> right? mm. I can see your emotions now. I can see the um, dice. Right. How do you, so th- you want to give that feedback, like, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to make them, like, crush them, right? Be like, oh, you're, you know, of course you don't want to crush them, but you don't, you don't want them to feel like you're not on their side. Mm. Right. Right. Uh, so you can use a. Nope, uh, that's a two minute penalty. Go put your nose te- in the corner. <laughs> Nobody rolls at my te- table. A technique asking. that. Uh, Alexis said a time. Decent, <laughs> decent managers in the corporate world oh, will understand. Right. It's, it's the compliment sandwich. Oh, yep. Right? Yeah. You, say, you say something positive. I right know the them. concept, but I hate the advice. I, I know. <laughs> but I, th- I think it, it is a useful tool. It is. No, it is. Bag, right? it is. It is. Uh, you, you, give them, you give a positive compliment. Yep. Something that, that, you do, that they are doing well and doing mm-hmm. good at. Mm-hmm. And that sort of establishes that you are there to help them mm-hmm. and then you can put in uh the feedback mm-hmm. right to to let them know what behavior was that could be fixed 
and then you put on or improved upon or improved upon. Yeah, um, and then you at the after it, you again you put another sort of positive statement to bring them back up again, like pie, like, like bad pie. Well, maybe positive no, cross. It's it's the best pie because it helps you grow. Feeling. Oh, right. It's it's now pie, humble pie. Right. It, it's it's pie with protein in it. I love protein. I love protein. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> do you think? So you're you seem familiar with the with the with the compliment sandwich. I I am. I do, am. Do you can give me a compliment sandwich. Um, you know, I definitely could. Like, say you think I'm being uh, <laughs> too, so rude to too Asian. Too, if you're being too Asian. <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> that's wow. a trap. Uh, no, yeah, no, no say, say, say I'm, I'm uh, being too, uh, too brutal with my feedback when I give feedback to other players at the table. Oh, okay. Um, that's very interesting because you're normally very conscientious. So I would I would definitely say something along the lines of, "Hey Sean, uh, I really appreciate how observant and perceptive you are of kind of what everyone's doing around the table. Um, I really like that you're engaged. I really like that you're kind of always switched on and that you're you're present. Um, but I've I've noticed that maybe sometimes when you're coming around to giving people advice, it's coming off a little bit more direct. Like you should do this. Like you need to do this, and." maybe a little less than like a suggestion or whatnot. So I think, I think when you're role-playing, you have this great way of <laughs> the facials. Uh, <laughs> you have a great way of expressing your characters, different emotions and expressing kind of through them, using them as a voice box to kind of express what you want in the scene or the scenario or the encounter. Um, I think maybe just throw it at them that way, throw it, at them like the the assistance or the help that you're trying to give them through the character because you're really good at that. Oh. Well, thanks. Thanks. I felt really uh, safe and comfortable the way that you presented that. I'll uh, keep that in my next time. I, I caught I'll, you. No, I'll maybe. make sure to right, be more gentle with my, my fellow yeah, uh, fellow players. Players, and I'll and I'll and I'll use the compliment sandwich that you just example. To but feel free to wreck the NPCs. <laughs> wreck them. Wreck them, Ralph. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's the compliment sandwich. Nice. And then when you're giving feedback though, also focus on, uh, the behavior oh. and the actions, right? Not on sort of personal uh, attacks. Did I do that? You didn't. I didn't. I mean, I felt personally attacked, but that's just my own securities. Yeah. That's why I needed the sandwich. <laughs> Cause you're hungry. <laughs> hungry for validation. This is a therapy <laughs> session. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, don't do so. And you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> man, that's I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, focus on behavior and actions. Um, not, yep. not like saying like, oh, you're, you're kind of a bad person because you do this. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you know what? When you do this, this is the effect. Um, I think we can all agree that, you know, less of this effect is 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 for the best mm. and then right let's let's work together to mitigate that nice. what do you think about this right yeah. so we're talking about the the behavior right not in the actions not not the person. the person right so i think if you do that it goes a long way to uh build that trust yeah because that stuff will just keep popping up as you play mm-hmm. and the more you do it 
the more that trust will build up. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the more importantly, it's that um, that supportive feedback is what really builds trust because that's the one that's ongoing, mm-hmm. right? As you are role play. Well, it's it's also interesting because there's kind of the concept out there that you are not your thoughts, you are your actions. Right, you can have great thoughts, you can have bad thoughts, you can do whatever, but it's the ones that you choose to act upon that's closer mm. aligned to your true self. Okay, so that's that's the behavior. Like that's yep. what's happening right. is is the decisions that you are making are having a negative impact. They're reducing the amount of trust mm-hmm. and or safety and or whatever around the table. And so we need to kind of nip that in the bud in as helpful a way as possible. Yeah, because maybe you don't realize or you've slipped into a bad habit, hasn't always been there. Yeah. And so we just go, oh, it's getting off track. Let's. Right. Let's make a small correction early mm-hmm. so we don't have to do a large correction later. Later. Yeah. 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 Like all of the people who we trusted to hit the <laughs> like and subscribe. Let's not do a large correction later. Let's not do a large correction. Um, it'll yeah. be a huge correction on your side from turning no like, no subscribe into one like. Infinitely. And <laughs> infinite in ratio. And we infinitely appreciate that. We really do. Yeah. Really so do. if you could do that and correct that bad behavior, um, <laughs> that would be great. No, but let's, let's do the sandwich. You know, it's great that you guys... the sandwich. Were you? Yeah, you were the bottom I was, of the crust. I wasn't listening. I apologize. <sighs> yeah, no, it's, it is really good to, to um, actually, when you're doing the sandwich technique, mm-hmm. it is a great exploration in finding good stuff about people that may be pissing you off. Okay. Right. Like I need to, I need to get emotionally involved or I need to get my, my thinking cap on. Right. And go, okay, I need to find two great things to say about this person. Oh yeah. And even though I'm frustrated and even though Mm -hmm. they're doing something that is causing me to have negative emotions or a negative experience or whatever it is, I have to think about great things to talk to them about or great things to say right. to them. Right. And, and so I think it's a, it's, I think it's a good exercise because then you can really balance out your own emotions and kind of mm-hmm. level yourself off and right. think about good stuff. Right. Right. Cause you already know the negative stuff. Well, you don't enter that interaction charged on emotions, right? Exactly. You, have to, you have to pull back and think about it first. Exactly. Yeah. And, and this, you know, kind of leads into a potential cycle of actions. You love your cycles. I love my wheels. Not cars, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> round and round. So um, I, think, I think what happens a lot of times is, in this case and in many other cases, is we enter what I'm going to call mm-hmm. the wheel of trust and betrayal. Oh, it's a wheel now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Circle. Circles of wheels. But wheels go round and round. That's the other songs from The Lion King that got cut. <laughs> Circle of Trust and Betrayal. <laughs> that is a different, different movie, Mufasa. So I guess it's, it's him not. and Scar. It's him and Scar singing. <laughs> I guess they're just singing back and forth in a powerful duet. Um, That's got We call dibs, Disney. So with this one, what is happening here is. This is a cycle. Once again, I do like my things that repeat over that, that are recognizable in a system. Mm-hmm. Um, I like those procedures. I like those things because yep. I manage things that way. So every part, like we've said, every part of a TTRPG, all of them are based on 
trust, right? So okay. trust exists okay. in all things, kind of going back to that a little bit. But in every interaction, like we were talking about, every interaction, somebody is doing something that requires some trust, whether a lot, a little, depending on what they're mm-hmm. doing, where they might be fully vulnerable and they're making right. a small step, but this is a, this is one small step, but one giant leap, mm-hmm. right? For them, maybe for you, it's not, but to right. recognize what's going on. Okay. Regardless, there is something that is happening. And so this is trust on the wheel. This is okay. the first step is right. I am trusting in all of the things that we've talked about that you guys will have my back, that you'll be there, that you will give me a big old sandwich to munch on if I do something wrong, right? And if I do something right, that I don't need a sandwich. I just need a slice, right? Whatever it is, I've got the support. I've got it there. Trust is the first part of Mm -hmm. this. Then you're engaging in that courageous activity or that one small step, one giant leap, whatever it is, right? Whatever you're doing, you are engaging in it. You have felt that people are there for you mm-hmm. and now you are moving forward. And this is, this is kind of where the Schrodinger's thing comes back in, right? Because now we get resolution on what is happening. Okay. Was the trust I gave you actually there? Right. I leapt and did you catch me? Right. Or did I fall? Right. Because no matter what, you do we can't always be there to catch you every single time right we're all human we all make mistakes we all misread things and and one of the quotes that i've heard from uh, a, a great poem that i enjoyed is sometimes love is the worst thing you can do to someone you love right okay. we, we we make mistakes and and in those things the people that you trust most right have the responsibility of being the individuals that can hurt us the most because you love them because you love them. Yeah. Right. And if you, if you start to slip or fail or whatnot, once again, not through malice, but from something more innocent, Mm -hmm. right. Then that happens and we have to deal with the aftermath. Right. Okay. So if this is a good thing, you trusted them, you engaged in the action, you were courageous and they caught you. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. Back to the top of the wheel, right? We don't need to take the detour. Okay. That's great. You trusted them. They were there for you. And now you get back out there and you do it again. Right. Right. Because you can't not. Well, the next time it's easier. The next time, hopefully it's easier. Or you're willing to take the other giant leap that you've been waiting to take or whatever. Right. Because now you've built up more of this. A reliability. Correct. Right. There's further emotions involved that are supporting you. And Mm -hmm. you're feeling it. You're not thinking it. You're feeling it. Yeah. Okay. If it goes the other way, you leap and it's not there. It has my British vice. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's like a really kind of. old, decrepit man voice for being a British. Yeah, no, that was terrible. Like, ah, uh, I guess I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I just, I'm not, right? Uh, right. Sorry. Sorry I even tried. Right. right. Okay. I guess I'll go home now. The aftermath is <laughs> I'm taking my dice and I'm going home. Um, the. <laughs> The aftermath then becomes what happens. Yeah. The trust is broken. You're going to have to deal with the fallout. You can either recognize, hopefully, you are perceiving Mm -hmm. that something negative has just happened. Right. Right. Whether you understand what it is, understanding is step three or four, right? Like perceiving, seeing, being Mm -hmm. active, engaged, not on your phone, not checking out what items you're going to buy on D&D Beyond, even though we love D&D Beyond, but you're not checking what items you're going to buy when you get back to town next time. Right. You're actively role-playing in the moment with Mm -hmm. everybody else. Even if you're not part of the scene, 
you're still actively there supporting the other players and providing that trust because eventually you're going to have a scene with them, yep. right? And you want to be there for them. So the aftermath is going to happen and things are going to go bad and you're going to have to deal with them, mm-hmm. right? So whether that's dealing with them in the scene, in the character's perspective, or that's at your next session zero, the end of the session, whatever it right. is, that is the most important part, which is called healing and reconciliation. Okay. Like truth and reconciliation? No. <laughs> no, that's very, very different. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, in this if you case, know, you know. Yeah. Healing and reconciliation yes. is the part where we once again test the scaffolding of truth. Okay. To, sorry, trust, not truth, of trust to see if there is enough support there for us to do it again. Right. Right. And um, it's, it's often said, at least I often say it, I'm like a broken record a lot of times, but it's not how we fall down. It's how we pick ourselves back up. Okay. Right. Cause I know I can guarantee you that everyone in your life will fail or disappoint or do something that you mm-hmm. perceive as negative at least once in your I life. I guarantee. Oh, it's true. hundred yeah. percent. Right. And so when that person does it, you're like, Oh, that was, that was kind of terrible. Well, like, anyone you care about. Well, anyone you care about. Absolutely. And the more you care about them, the higher the chances. Correct. Cause the longer the relationship. Well, it, it's easy and the easier it is to hurt. And the you. easier it is to hurt. Absolutely. Right. You're, you're more vulnerable. You're more right. open to that. I don't give a crap about someone. No, no, no. Nothing they do can bother you. I'll put that to the test, but <laughs> yes. Well, have you driven ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, you care about anyways, whatever. Yes. So nonetheless, the, the idea is that healing and reconciliation should start right away. Yeah. Something has happened. We need to patch the hole in the trust wall. We mm-hmm. need to get out there and we need to do the work to understand why we breached the trust, mm-hmm. understand where and how we did it and work to not do that again. Is this a system that you can slowly work on? Absolutely. Do you expect perfect results immediately? Probably not. It is something that somebody did probably once again in an innocent way, uh-huh. right? Attribute it that way first, because if you believe that there's malice in there, then there's way bigger problems. Yes. This is a big correction, not a yep. small correction. So, and we know those horror stories. We know that there are those horror uh-huh. stories out there. Those people exist. Sorry, wasn't me, but sorry. Uh, so, uh, but when we're doing this, that's why we need to apply the bandages to fresh wounds. We can't let them scab over. We can't let them scar up. Okay. Now once, and this is, this is the great part about this wheel. So great. Is there was a mistake, but you dealt with it quickly mm-hmm. you communicated clearly yep you helped each other understand what happened and now the patch in that trust wall trust scaffolding whatever it is should be stronger right it should end up improving the system as a whole mm-hmm. if you do it right. if you yep. attend to no, it I agree. if you engage in it right because totally. i know if sean does something if we talk about it he'll understand an input a sad emotion. And then we'll get along. Yeah, sad emotion. Thank you. Uh, and then we'll talk about it. And then he can go back to his regular schedule programming. Thank you, Sean. 
Great demonstration. <laughs> so I think this is really important when we're talking about all of the players. The DM, the players, yep. everybody. Everybody's got part of this story. Everybody's got to build the trust. Everybody's got to maintain what's mm-hmm. going on, right? Mm-hmm. One leak in that wall, right? If that wall's a dam in this metaphor, one yeah. leak can become small, medium, large, destroyed. Yeah. Destroy the dam, right? Yeah. And if that's your table, that means that you're leaving that in a negative way. If you're a brand new player, maybe that means that you're never playing again and all of your stories are now lost to all of us. And that's the real travesty. So we need to work on these things. We do need to work together on yes. it. Whether you attempt the compliment sandwich, um, sometimes people deliver a compliment sandwich as open-faced and it's just bad thing, good thing. Right. Well, at least you're trying, right? Yep. At least, at yep. least you're, yep. you're working on it. And, and that's what's really appreciated is I think when people see that you are reaching out and saying, hey, think I might have hurt you. Or, mm. hey, what happened? I'm going to trust you to now accept this because I am talking to you. It's not Reginald talking to Sir Bigsby, right? I'm talking to you that that sucked for me and and I right. want to figure it out. Right. And and coming together, figuring it out, hashing it out, talking openly, honestly, trying to be respectful of each other's emotions, mm-hmm. trying to make it constructive, trying to make it at least a positive interaction in a negative situation right. becomes super important. No, it it is important. Because like yeah, you talk about like there there are like there there's those situations where you just like a, a little thing that you get feedback on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whatever you can and trust builds when you deal with that. Mm. Um, and then there are those real challenging situations. Mm. Um, like you said, like like you did that and I was hurt, like actually hurt. Mm-hmm. by that mm-hmm. right you may not have violated a line or veil right I may not have expressed it mm-hmm. but something happened right or you I feel like you just keep like riding me and riding me like, every little thing that I do right? yeah and I'm, I'm not having fun anymore mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm building that resentment mm-hmm. right um, it's I liked a lot of things that you said right um, but I think even when the situation is challenging, it's still an opportunity, like you said, to build that trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate the summarization. And yeah, the continuation. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's it's and it's super important. Like, and I totally agree. Like, you you need to jump in there right away. As, as soon, maybe not, not maybe not like right, and, like and, and right away, but not immediate. But it needs to be dealt with urgently. Yes. Right, and so hopefully. As- before the next session. Hopefully before the hopefully at the end of that's it. Never go to bed angry. You know, right. one of those kind of marital mm-hmm. things. Um, but maybe don't stay up all night hashing it out. Like do, do respect other people's time. But yeah. deal with it as soon as possible. Well, because that's not problems in the game. That's problems out of the game now. Um, it becomes Yes. Like it start off in the game. Yeah. But it's funny, it's it's in the game, but it's always mm-hmm. out of the game too. It's always the players playing together. Yes. It's never the the characters playing together. Well, maybe they do it. Like Toy Story, when you leave. Well, the that's table, a weird like, RPing. They they're RPing the challenging situations, and then <laughs> and then they build. Tr- that's it's really meta. It's just, <laughs> it, it just went somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I mean, let's talk about maybe um, some practical ways of building that trust. So when oh, you're okay. in that challenging situation, okay, what like. You said, like, be careful how you do it, but how, what what should you do then? 
like feelings are hurt, emotions are charged, mm-hmm. right? How do I, how do we talk about these, the actual issue, mm-hmm. uh, without, uh, well, while while lowering the chances of everyone just blowing up and be like, okay. I freaking hate you guys and I'm okay. gonna leave. Am am I right. offender or offendee in this particular scenario? Well, you, I don't. I when I, I don't. I don't, I don't I don't want to actually do an example yet. Oh, okay. But I want to go into talk about before we do that. Maybe, um, sort of. What? No, I'm waiting. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm ready good. to go. I'm active listening. Oh, well, I shut down muscle control <laughs> for you. Uh, let's talk about some of the strategies for addressing, um, sort of, um, conflict in a constructive, and uh, a respectful manner. Okay. Right, and it's funny. This mirrors just straight up relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, between friends, between uh, couples, all sorts, right? Yeah. Use I statements. Can you tell me what I statement is? I think you're talking about me. Right. Well, basically, you talk, you talk about your own feelings. I saw that something happened yeah. in this scene. Yeah. Right. This happened, and I felt this. Right. I felt... Uh, sort of really judged and sort of looked down upon mm-hmm. by you. Clearly. Right? But as you start, so you start off, you start your sentences by I. And you, so you, you, only, you, you speak from your point of view yeah. and you don't assume anyone else's point of view. That's the safest way to go forward. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because you don't know. Obviously, there was a disconnect somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you do understand your own emotions and feelings, hopefully. Yes. Right? Because right? we're, well, if, if you don't, maybe... That's when you can start using clarifying questions and stuff like that, right? Correct. Um, but you're safe. At least you kind of know your your perspective, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because if we assume that neither party is meaning to hurt the other side, correct? Right. That means there's something. It's a disconnect somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can. Oh, I can. And so my understanding of you is not correct, and your understanding of me is probably not correct, mm-hmm. or there's something missing. So I can only mm-hmm. really accurately talk about. Me, so I statements. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then try to find common ground. Mm, okay. Right? Like, like I, I understand from what you say that, yes, this happened and you hurt. But I think we can both agree that we don't want this kind of situation to happen anymore. Right. Like these, these feelings, right? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Right? You'll, you'll agree. And, and then can we agree that maybe this, is, this behavior is the issue? Or is it something like this? And you find out, you find that common ground, things that you can uh, agree on, and then you can work out from there. Mm-hmm. Just at least now we have a base of unity that we can work from. Right. Yes. Right. Well, and a base of like uh, agreed upon kind of observations and mm-hmm. facts, I suppose, or whatever it is, right? We have to find something that we agree upon to build from that thing. Right. Yeah. You can't get on the same page unless you it's know. an extension of what we talked about in my last point with session zero. You, you, have clear expectations now, right? Yeah. Like now we understand this is where we're going to start from yeah. and go from there. Yeah. Same thing, right? Get that common ground. So you guys have a, have a starting place to work out from. And if you're having trouble, say it's the two of you, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to bring in a mediator. Maybe another player who was there, maybe the DM. Maybe if your problem is with the DM, bring another player in mm-hmm. and, and help let them try to mediate for you mm-hmm. so that you have that sep- separation, mm-hmm. right? So that your emotions aren't sort of 
feeling like they're being directed at, directly at the other person. Well, and you have another person there to kind of verify and soundboard for both parties. If you're a mediator, mm-hmm. right? You want to be a fair and unbiased person. But they go, no, this is, this is you're attacking me again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the mediator can say, well, I can see how you feel that. But I actually, what I'm hearing is that they're not attacking you in this moment. Right. I'm actually against you too. Ha! No. Don't do that, mediators. <laughs> no, be there. Be if you if you are being our word of the day, trusted to be that impartial yeah. person, fulfill that role. Do what you need to do in that moment so that you can help reconcile what's going on at the mm-hmm. table so that this party will continue to move forward and not break up like so many great bands do. Right? Yeah. That's the worst thing. Yeah. Right? And that's the worst thing that that can happen to a D&D table is that it breaks up. Yep. Yep. Right. It's the worst thing for a story too. Now that it breaks up. Well, that it's not told. Right. Right. The, yep. It's now just gone. Nothing. It's yeah. meaningless almost. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. And, and, and if you sort of do it, these types of things, once you work through it, like you said before, you, you will recover from it. And you're surprisingly enough, your trust will be higher than when it, when it was dropped to. Like, say you're at mm. trust five. Yes. Because it's happening, it dropped to, f- to one. Mm-hmm. By fixing it, it'll go up to like mm-hmm. six, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now you can trust that the other person is willing to work together right. Right. to fix these. Yeah, you have more information now. Right? Right? Like, sure. They, yep, they'll hurt me again, but they've shown me that they can, that we can work together. Well, and you have a better understanding of where they're coming from, what mm-hmm. their emotions are, what yeah. they're doing, right? And how to proceed in the future. Hopefully, you figure out how to proceed so that this doesn't happen again. Yeah. I mean, and hopefully, if if you have in your session zero, you set up your X cards, right? Your lines and veils. Mm-hmm. Does everyone know what an X card is? I, do I need to talk about that? Uh, we talked about it previously in our session zero. But, but anyways, absolutely. quickly. No, do. X card is basically... Uh, well, it, it really refers to like an actual card with an X on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Which some people hand out. Yeah. Or there's where, one on the table, yeah. right, for anyone to grab and use. Yeah. Uh, it can be simple as just rinsing your hands in a, in a specific gesture or something. <laughs> I don't know. But it's agreed upon usually on, on session zeros where you're like, this topic, clowns, X card. Yeah. I don't want to. All you have to do is raise the X card mm-hmm. and everyone knows. Oh. Time to move on and switch things up and, and, and stop with the clown line. Yes. Right? Yes. I would, I would say that, at least in, in my practical uh, understanding of it, is that play pauses and then you... Oh, you no, 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 you're figure, right. You're you right. figure out... Right, 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 right. if you just hold up the card, we're like, no more Nor- grass? <laughs> yeah. Right? Hey, 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 hey. No, no, you're right. We yeah. need clear communication. Yes. We need to stop everything. That is a hard mm-hmm. stop. The machine stops working. The factory stops working. And... We need to address what is happening mm-hmm. truly immediately. Yes. Something has happened where somebody has said, no, this is, this is too much. This is too far. This right. is no longer a safe space. This is no longer a right. space that I can trust. I mean, even and it doesn't have, you don't even, I guess you don't even talk about it even at session zero. Like maybe I forgot about it. And all of a sudden there's some non-consensual sort of intimate mm. actions. Mm-hmm. You, oh, no. Yeah, I'm not I, even part I of the scene. Know, I didn't know. I didn't know. But uh, yeah, but can we stop mm-hmm. and let's talk about it, mm-hmm. right? And then you go and you talk about, uh, right? If if you need to, then you use your I statements. You use all that kind of stuff. If if emotions are already charged, 
Yep. Someone's particularly sensitive. Yep. That's why they use the X card. Yeah. Or right. you just need, hey, we're going to talk about this, but in five minutes, so everybody can cool down. Yeah. If, if something's yeah. happening, it's just like, it's no, X card, everything stops. Mm-hmm. You go to this corner, you go to that, whatever yeah. it needs to be, right? Separate, pee break, everybody grab new yeah. water, whatever it is, and we'll come back and we'll figure this out. However, however you need to mediate yeah. that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I was mistaken about that. No, no, no. I just, yeah. I think that it required further clarification. Yes. How to use it yes. if we're talking about what it is. Uh, and then there was lines and veils. Hopefully you yeah. talked about that. Uh, uh, lines is that hard stop. Like mm-hmm. we don't talk about clowns. We talked about this. No clowns ever. Yeah, no clowns. Gestures okay. Comedians in the forest, totally okay. In the tavern, no. On a farm, right. absolutely. Um, and then and then veils is things can happen, but we don't want to see them. Yes. Right? So so that's the no clowns fade to black. Gestures on a boat, on a mother effing boat. Uh, is fine to have in the campaign, but let's not watch it. Let's fade to black. Yeah. Right? And they go away. Yeah. Or whatever, right? Or, or like we go on the boat, have a great time at the Jester show, but we're not going to RP any of, that, any of that. No. Right? And the next scene is no. us getting off the boat. We, we hand our tickets to the, the person yeah. who's taking them. They cut the thing off, hand it back. Welcome to the right. funniest jingle show, this right. side of whatever. And you guys... Step out of it, having been thoroughly entertained for the past right. half hour. I mean, the the I think the most probably the the most used veil might be um, sort of graphic intimate moments. Like, I don't a lot of people just I don't want to see that. It's fine if it happens. Mm-hmm. That's I don't want I don't want to see someone RP that out. No, at the table. Right? Correct. So let's you guys go into into the room at the inn, and then tomorrow night we wake up and we we can talk about it that it happened. But we don't, right? We don't want to see the RP for it. So that's a veil. Sure. Right. Whereas if it's a line, then no one gets to do anything ever like that. Yes. And right. that's that's not off screen. Yeah. It's not. It's that's just. It's not, not. fade to black. No, no. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's just single cellular division type of thing. Wow. <laughs> right. Shunted into another multiversal we. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's lines and veils, right? Mm-hmm. So make sure you talk about that. And if, and if you need to use those strategies to, to address any sort of conflicts that crop up, mm-hmm. if you bump against those lines and veils and the X cards, mm-hmm. um, and again, be open to new discussions, mm-hmm. right? Uh, be open about your boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, and if you, if you need to, um, say something specific like like you're like no x card and like, what's up and he's like yeah i have a carophobia right you have what carophobia carophobia yeah 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 okay um right and you're like that's what is that uh oh it's it's an intense and irrational fear of clowns <laughs> right and and people are like what that doesn't make sense that's not a real thing maybe if you need to I have to go look up the root word. Hand out, hand out some, <laughs> hand out some resources if you need to. Oh, right. Like come uh, to my carophobic, carophobic group, or even like here's a handout, or go to this website or whatever. Like you know, explain to you if you need to. Carophobics anonymous. I don't know if that's a thing, I, but I don't know. I don't think clowns are prevalent enough, unless you to need anonymous groups. You know, yeah, unless you yeah. Li- like you, you you live in the basement of the laugh factory or something. Oh, that's comedians again. But yeah, okay. Yeah. No, modern um, day clowns. We and we are not making fun if you do suffer from this. Yep. Um, we are making fun of each other. 
Yes. Yeah. And we're not clowns either, so you can keep watching. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So if, if you do those things, I think you will have a good chance of sort of slogging it through these difficult situations. And hopefully now that you've heard about this, you sort of have a um, an idea of how to approach um, so these intense conflicts. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what? No, no, I just, I just, I'm processing chlorophobia. Um, it's, such Episode an one. <laughs> interesting word. Anyway, um, I have homework. Yeah. So I, I, I think to summarize a lot of what you just said. You're good at that. Um, thank you. Yeah. What we're, dealing, what we're dealing with is uh, fantasy friends, but real emotions. Okay. Right? We've talked before. Are we fantasy friends? Uh, no, no. Well, at the table, we are. Okay. Yeah. Um, when we're dealing with these things, when we inadvertently do something that offends and or supports people. Okay. Uh, advertly and support and inadvertently harm. Funny. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, when, we're, when we're going about what we are doing and we're trying to be supportive, we're trying to yes and, we're trying to do these things. Um, we have to understand once again that, right? We are our characters, right? They are mm-hmm. attached to us. We've already talked about that as well. So, well, our characters are us. Our characters, well, we are our characters, and our characters are a part of us. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, when we're doing it, what we do in the game can become a little cumbersome and complex. Mm-hmm. Right. Because some of those emotions can leach back up yes. into the person. Right. And so what may have been totally acceptable, not covered by a veil, not covered by a line, not covered mm-hmm. by an X card. Right. Something has happened. Okay. It was meant innocently. It was meant, you know, as a small thing. They weren't even in the scene. Mm-hmm. Right. But they were at the table. They were listening. They were being attentive. And so you can come away with real harm. Right. Right. Yep. You, you can get hurt by something that has happened in the game. Yes. Right. And so it's it's important to kind of remember that essentially, once again, our memories can also become a reality, right? When we're thinking back on certain things mm-hmm. as well. And we can we can continue to be hurt by them. Oh yeah. Right. And we yeah. can continue to the memory of something the bad. Just, yeah. yeah it keeps hitting and, us. And it and it's Happens more in real life, but it can happen because it's happening to us, even though we are playing a game. It's still it's real life to the character, enough. and yeah. it still it still blends in and meshes. So it's important to use those tricks and tips and like you know advice. Yep. Um, for when you do experience those challenging situations, to truly utilize all of it. Yes. Right. Use use all of these tools at your disposal. Um, in order to make your world better for you or you are doing yourself a disservice. And that was a whole lot of not I statements. <laughs> um, but you, 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 look at me. You are going to be better. Look at you now. Look at me. Look at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put that. Um, <laughs> so, so when we're doing this stuff, one of the, like the most simple metaphors that I can kind of put with it is like if every relationship is a bank account. Okay. Yeah. I think everybody knows what a bank account is. NSF fees. And 
Well, <laughs> let's get there. So when we when we do something nice, this comes back to conceptualizing trust. When we do something nice, we do something supportive. We are creating deposits into this bank account. Mm-hmm. It is growing, right? Mm-hmm. It's going from five to yeah. six, right. right? I have done something wrong. Now, I don't know how much of a de- uh, withdrawal this is going to cause mm-hmm. out of our, our joint bank account, our joint relationship right. relation account, right? Yep. I thought oh, that it was joint like, account. Oh, <laughs> that's a whole new face. Um, I thought it was a two when we talked about it. Right. You saw it as a seven. Well, it's kind of like I'm going to put one cryptocurrency. Yeah. And you're going to decide what the value of that cryptocurrency is. Yeah. 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 And so we can attempt to do a bunch of small things that maybe go unnoticed. Right. Right. Uh, I can attempt to do large things and maybe they do get noticed, but they're devalued. Right. Right. Because you are not perceiving them the same way that I intend them. Well, it's it's big for me, but maybe for you, it's not something you One small step and one giant leap, right? It keeps happening over and over again. Well, I thought it was awesome and you thought it was the worst. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and and keep in mind that we do also continue to have these types of relationships in a TTRPG setting, ultimately with NPCs as well. Mm, Yeah. And so if we're talking about bank accounts, then yeah. right in this in this metaphor, you have one with each other player, mm-hmm. but you've got like a hundred with the DM at least, right? Right, because right. you have the DM themselves who's representing themselves through all of these different masks and voices, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. there's voices or different characters or different whatever it is. You have so many more bank accounts with the DM that on the other side of that screen, if you are the DM. You need to really realize that you are no longer a bank account. You're like Fort Knox. Everybody's got to come and get the money from you. Everything is relying on you being one of the leaders of supporting the framework of the table, of paying attention to the session zero and abiding by what's going on there. Right. You're like BlackRock Vanguard. It's everywhere. You're just, (laughs) you're everywhere. You own everything. Um, And and you're responsible for that. Yeah. Right. We we yep. talk about that part of that social contract where the DM seems to incur these extra roles and extra responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. And it's important to talk about. Um, it's important also to know that it might not be quote unquote fair that you gotta mm. you need to be the person who is the leader and is in charge unofficially or officially of making sure that you're kind of always the mediator, right? In everything that's happening, you're the default mediator until something happens when you're not the mediator and somebody else needs another person, not another character, another person needs to step in. Right. Right. So it's, it's super important that you take stock and take account of what it is that you are doing to affect these things. If you are on a trust betrayal cycle, and you are using NPCs to betray characters. Okay. Right? That you make sure, once again, you're checking in. Hey, you're checking in to double, triple, quadruple check the account to make sure that that wasn't a withdrawal in the people account. Right. 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 Yeah. And and we specifically, and I even kind of push back a little bit, you know, when we're talking about BBEGs and making them memorable and important, you're like, make them hate them. Right. I know. I yeah. know. I'm, yeah. I'm emphasizing for, but, yeah. but part of that is, yeah, no, I'm going to make you experience a bunch of negative things. Right. But I don't want, I'm not making 
you experience them. You are playing in a game where this is happening to your character. We are cool. Yes. We are all right. Yeah. I got you. Well, make them hate the BBG, not right. hate you. Right. Yeah. Right. And there is that separation. There is that separation of of table and players. Gotta keep them separated. Bow, now, now. Lots of musical references to them. <laughs> Um, but this is this is important. And so one of the things, throwing back again to our elixir of obsession and how to keep them hooked. Uh, okay. Right? We're jumping all over the place tonight. Right? Do ask yourself, what is your DMing style of the chemicals that Sean broke? Mm, That's right. That Sean and one and broke one. down and uh, the score's all tiled up. Oh, <laughs> tiled. The tied up folks. Um, Sean went through and talked about uh, four primary hormones and chemicals in the mind. Mm-hmm. And which type of DM are you, right? I have learned that I am totally a cortisol. I'm totally oh, yeah. a stress-inducing, <laughs> yeah, loving DM. And I need to realize that now that I have that perspective on that's what I enjoy and that's what I put into the game, um, that I need to provide breaks. Mm. for emotional relief. I need to, yes, dial up the intensity in this encounter because it's important. I'm engaging the emotional side and we all trust each other that this is not going to go past anybody's comfort zone, right? right? But I do need to dial it up. Mm -hmm. I need to make this special. I need to show. I need to get you engaged. But afterwards, I'm going to give you a break. Right. Right. At some point, that is an acceptable length of time right? I'm going to give you a break. And maybe part of it is a long, slow burn, and I'm not going to give you a big break. But I do need to understand that just like willpower, just like how much you can lift, Mm -hmm. there is a limit of strain that you can take before it was a deposit, but now it's a withdrawal because we went too far. Yeah. And that's that's really what I think a lot of things are, is when we accidentally go too far Mm -hmm. because we don't Mm -hmm. intend to hurt each other. Yeah. Right? Hopefully, we don't intend to hurt each other. Um, that that kind of thing is going to happen in a way that you can control and that you can give them space. For, right. Right. Um, the dopamine, make sure that you reward people mm-hmm. for what's going on. The oxytocin, oxytocin, oxytocin. Yeah. Is the empathy one where we, we are binding together and we are creating a better, stronger relationship. We ship each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yeah. cap on God. Um, when we get into that kind of stuff, right? This is once again the emotional stuff. And when we start talking about the chemicals, when we start talking about the emotions that they're creating, mm-hmm. that's where that EQ comes back in or EI comes back in. So when you say EI, but that's where the, the emotional intelligence, yeah, comes back in and really helps us focus in and view the experiment, really right. perceive what's going yep. on. And make sure that you are delivering these things in an acceptable level, mm-hmm. right? And and I think that's that's really where I kind of want to like kind of jump off the soapbox and and say what what becomes most important is paying attention and connecting with people. Well, that's the magic of D anD. d it's connecting with people. If it wasn't for the people you're playing with. Wouldn't be fun, like D and D is fun. Like, like yeah, it's yeah, right? yeah. Um, it's it is an amazing thing. Um, it is better if you give it more. It is better if you can create more trust and go to more courageous places and explore greater 
funnier, happier, sadder, complicated things, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes one of the best things to do, I can't believe I'm saying this, one of the best things to do to reinforce the foundations of trust is to not play D&D, is to just hang out. Oh. To set up, hey, you know what? Once every two months, everyone can afford that, hopefully. Everyone can do. Mm-hmm. We'll pick a restaurant. We'll pick a bar. We'll pick a park. We'll pick something. And we're going to go do something that is not D&D related because I want to hang out with all of you. Or just come over, bring whatever snacks and have a movie night or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, movie night's great. I think activities where you interact with each other mm. are great. But once you finish the movie, like, talk about it. Right? Drinking cool. game movie night. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, nice. Those are fun. Nice. Um, but find something that everybody can do and create the space for trust, create the mm-hmm. space for all of the emotional labor and all of the mastery that you're about to create. Um, and make that space outside the space. Just don't play um, Monopoly. That game's a cesspool of a aggression risk. and betrayal risk. <laughs> and dark emotions. Uh, no, play Monopoly by the rules. Read them. <laughs> it's a way faster game. <laughs> it's not as bad, but it is still pretty vicious. Yeah. But I think, I think ultimately, yeah. The the thing that I would love to leave you you all with is connect with people. People are generally pretty awesome. They're, yeah. they're great. They're nice. They're wholesome. They're kind. Um, there are some jerks out there, and you'll figure it out real quick. Mm-hmm. That that EI is gonna pay off <laughs> um, by by actively listening, actively participating, mm. actively building the relationship. Yes, apply for that EI is. Fast as possible. Soon as you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think that kind of sums up. No, it's great. A lot of what I want to say. Yeah. So go and do it. Build trust. Have fun. Be safe. And um, I don't know. This has been Caffeine and Cantrips. Oh, it has. Yeah. I'm Sean. And I'm Byron. Join us next time. Or, or else... else. You guys are still here? Oh, that's... I thought you guys leave. Oh, you want to check out the end credits? Huh. We're going to make you wait. <laughs> I mean, we're still here, so... You guys... Must still be here. Oh, there's the gong. God, a little bit. <laughs> Go! Peace out. Funny. I was doing the compliment sandwich. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I was listening. That's okay. I know you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know where that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>